Snipers, you have to see what's happening in the cryptocurrency market today as we have seen the retest of 34,788 and we do have a bearish wick on the four hour chart after forming a candle low of 28,805 US dollars yesterday. Exactly as we've been covering here on the Snipers channel, we have to look inside of the micro time frames today because everything morphs from the four hour chart and then that will go and translate into the one day chart. And notice how there's this bearish tail candle testing 34,000. 1788 and now we have some indecision here we have bulls coming in from that $28,000 level we know there's volume below the $30,000 level and now we're starting to see the bearish pressure come from above not allowing Bitcoin to get above 34,788. There is a lot of things on this chart telling me that we are at an extremely critical level. We are seeing a squeeze like we've never seen before in the cryptocurrency market. And at this point, 34,788 is more important than ever. We have to reclaim this level if we want to assume further upside for Bitcoin. If not, and we come back down and we test 32,000 US dollars and we see four hour and hourly closes below 32,000 US dollars, then I believe 26,000 US dollars will come on the table and we have to monitor this and we know it will most likely be a wick if we see a lot of sell pressure come in. It's going to have to be a lot of sell pressure because the path of least resistance when there's low volume is always going to be sideways to a little bit higher and we can still argue that there is a lot of low volume here for Bitcoin. We have only started to see the volume rise up over the last two days. And so that means Bitcoin is ready to make a decision. We're going to look at the six hour chart. This is the chart that institutions have been imprinting their moves. When we first tested 30,000 US dollars, you can see all of this buy pressure, but they didn't let the everyday trader know that because most of the everyday traders are on the four hour chart, right? The 240 minute, the popular chart. And look, it looks like there's a lot of sell pressure at the $30,000 level, but there isn't. And so we're going to think like an institution today. It's a extremely critical squeeze that we're seeing right now. Maybe one of the most important squeezes that we've ever seen in the cryptocurrency market in the history of this market. And then we're going to look at Ethereum, of course, the largest altcoin still showing signs of weakness. We haven't seen a decisive move to the upside. We did get this bullish engulfing candle yesterday on the Ethereum to Bitcoin chart. And now we are still on the path to 53,000 Satoshis, in my opinion, unless we start to see a break here of this 50 period moving average on the four hour chart. I believe Ethereum is still going to start seeing more weakness than Bitcoin just because there's more fear in the market. And that's what the cryptocurrency market tends to do when there's fear. It allocates more positions into Bitcoin as a hedge against the fear in the market because altcoins have less of proof when it comes to user adoption. And so it's just like traditional markets. Institutions hedge into gold when there's uncertainty in traditional markets, right? When there are political turbulences throughout the world and the future of a company is uncertain. Institutions will hedge into commodities like gold, silver, oil, precious metals in the crypto market. It works the same way, but they hedge into Bitcoin. So we have to look at Bitcoin dominance today as it is still showing strength and others dominance is showing some weakness right now. And so this is something we have to address. But remember, we always want to buy into the fear, right? And so we're going to also take a look at Cardano and Maker Dow. These are two altcoins that I'm personally watching. I'm not being paid to endorse this. I do know Charles Hoskinson. He's a good friend of mine, the founder of Cardano, but this certainly isn't a paid promotion. These are just two altcoins that I'm watching. So I'm going to talk a little bit about that today and then we'll look into traditional markets as we always do here on the Snipers channel. My name is Naeem Alabadi. Remember to smash the like button for the YouTube algorithm. First, let's 
address Bitcoin and talk about what's happening here because we saw the candle low yesterday here at twenty eight thousand eight hundred and five US dollars. And now we've come up to test thirty four thousand seven hundred and eighty exactly as we talked about yesterday. No surprise on the four hour chart. We saw the volume come in. They made a move at 8 a.m. Eastern time yesterday, right before traditional markets opened. We saw this bullish four hour wick. We came up, tested thirty four thousand eight hundred and we got a rejection. So at this point, we have this bearish candle and a rejection on the table. So now that we see a rejection at thirty four thousand seven hundred and eighty eight, it's become more important than ever that we need to cross above this, because I said yesterday that the faster we get above thirty four thousand seven hundred and eighty eight, the better for the confirmation of a successful rescue operation. But we've yet to see price action move above thirty four thousand seven hundred and eighty eight, signifying that it is certainly an important level that the bears are defending and the bears do not want this level to break. And therefore, now we have this extremely tight range between thirty four thousand seven hundred and eighty eight and the thirty two thousand dollar level. If we want to be more exact, you can just look at the daily open today. Thirty two thousand five hundred. The support of the market structural level is thirty one thousand nine hundred. So right at that thirty two thousand dollar level is where we have support and thirty four thousand seven hundred eighty. This is an extremely tight range of only around five percent. And if we break above thirty four thousand seven hundred eighty, I do believe we can get a retest of the monthly open and over seven percent upside. And then that would bring a lot more calmness in the market for us to potentially even see further upside. And this could have been a bottom, right? We talked about that scenario yesterday of this being a lower low. And then we saw the initial low at thirty thousand form. That's totally garden variety market behavior. Nothing to be worried about. You've got this low and a lower low. And then we continue upwards. The sunshine is going to come if that scenario happens. But we have to look at the dark scenario because we have to be the umpire. And so for the bears, if they are really truly out of hibernation. I don't believe the thirty two thousand dollar level is going to be another area that we could see price action that isn't going to assume that we're going to see further downside. I think if we come down at this point to test thirty two thousand, it's almost certain that we're going to come down and test twenty six thousand. I believe, though, if this downside scenario happens, which it's not one hundred percent, I'm going to talk about the upside at thirty four thousand seven hundred eighty eight, but we know that's the level. But if the downside does occur, I believe it's going to take a lot of volume for us to see the real bottom because it's going to be a wick, in my opinion. It could come down to the twenty four thousand dollar level. It could possibly even come down to the twenty thousand dollar level. But I think we just have to be extremely cautious if we start to see this downside scenario play out, because so far we've only seen the least severe scenario, and that was the test of twenty eight thousand eight hundred. And now this level is not significant anymore. So. It was also a puzzle piece yesterday. I don't know if you remembered that on the four hour chart, the institutions did decide to imprint their volume this time, but they didn't decide to do that when we first tested 30,000. So markets are actually 80 percent psychology, 10 percent technicals and 10 percent fundamentals. Therefore, if we think of this psychologically, now that they've imprinted their first bullish mark on the four hour chart where they know most traders are trading. The markets love to do the exact opposite of what traders think it's going to do. Was this a smoke grenade for the majority of the market to assume there's volume here that this is the bottom, just another lower, lower, lower low before the trick trap and frustrate who comes in and 
brings it down one last time. That's on the table. I just want to throw that out there. Why is the four hour volume showing now, but it didn't show before that's on the table. Has it ever hurt you guys for me to put puzzle pieces on the table? No, it never has. Right. And that's the beauty of our channel. We stay unbiased and we just give you puzzle pieces and we let you put the puzzle together. Right. And so that's the scenario for Bitcoin to the upside and downside 34,788. And then come back to me. We'll talk about some upside scenarios, right? The outside market actually looks really good for Bitcoin to see upside. So it's very possible we break 34,788, but it's more important for me to discuss this range right now, because this is where there's more uncertainty. And so we'll talk about some of the altcoins I'm watching. If we see another downside scenario play out, if not, I hope you've got positions that are dollar cost average at these lower levels. I've been talking about that over the last three weeks that these are good areas to start a position. And we could still fur see further downside. But if it does happen, I think the next move, if we see the move to the downside is going to be a fast one. Um, and if not, then we just continue further up and we grind it back up. Right. So that's also a preferred scenario. I'm going to quickly talk about Ethereum to Bitcoin. This is the chart I'm watching to just kind of get an idea of how the majority of altcoins are going to react because it's sort of a leading indicator here. You know, you, you look at this chart and you go into the others dominance chart. Notice how they're both below the 50 period moving average right now. And with the Ethereum to Bitcoin chart, we're coming down towards this 100 period moving average. And so others dominance already kind of did that and it came below and now it's testing a multi year support level that dates back to 2017, where we also have confluence with the 20 week moving average. And so right now, others dominance is at a very critical point, testing the 20 week moving average at home base below this level for a elongated amount of time puts us back into a bearish trend. And so this could be a reversal trend. I think what we're going to see is a bounce possibly a lower high or a higher high form before the true end of altcoin season, because this is the first time we've breached the 20 week moving average since the start. So garden variety market behavior says we'll see a bounce at an important level. And then from there, it's uncertain where things could go because we've already breached the 20 week moving average. So if it's leaning towards the weak side, then that's a puzzle piece on the table. Uh, but that's something we could discuss if we see the bounce but with Bitcoin dominance it is starting to come up towards this 20 week moving average. And as I've been saying over the last month, I believe this is going to come to 50% dominance and we're going to see a retest of this. So in the short term, I think the fear will allow these coins to kind of reallocate themselves. You know, we're seeing Dogecoin and some of these meme coins really get torn down during this bear market. But then we're seeing coins like Cardano up 3% against Bitcoin today. And I want to talk about some of these altcoins that I'm watching. Cardano, of course, is a coin that I am a big fan of. I love Charles. I love their mission. And we do believe that you know, there's going to be a bright future for Cardano. They're already doing a lot of things in Ethiopia. We're coming towards this 20 week moving average. These are some of the major levels I'm watching. I'm going to go more into these charts over the next few weeks, but I just wanted to give you guys my analysis, my major support and resistance levels um, for the Cardano to US dollar chart. You know, when, when we see this amount of price action in a range, I don't like to use market structure as much as I like to just keep it simple with support and resistance. So, you know, obviously we did come down. We saw a nice entry here at the 200 day moving average. That doesn't mean we'll, you know, we won't come down and, and test further lows. But I, I think that, you know, dollar cost averaging at these lower levels are a lot better than dollar cost averaging at these higher levels. Right. So that's obviously clear. Uh, and so I'm going to be monitoring the Cardano chart. Um, I think that if we can come down to the 81 cent range, I mean, that would be a very prime opportunity, because if we look at this weekly chart, you can see we have this 50 week moving average coming up 
And I, I think that since we've already breached the 20 week, um, we could possibly expect maybe a test here of the 50 week. I think that's on the table. The 20 week has broke. We'll look more into these charts. It's not obviously what I monitor on a daily basis like I do with Bitcoin. We have analysts that monitor the altcoins. Um, but what I am watching right now for Maker as well is a possible test of some lower levels down to like the $1,066 level, the $1,400 level. If I see some entries there, I think that would be a good place to even disperse a larger position than you normally would because I mean, we're really starting to see some good opportunities come into this market. So these are two fundamentally sound coins that I love. And then I want to talk about what's happening in traditional markets. And we'll look more to altcoins as we progress through our videos for those subscribed to the Snipers channel. Of course, uh, gold still just having a cup of coffee back at 1770 after reacting to the DX wives moves to the upside after Jerome Powell, you know, announcing interest rates were coming up. Uh, the DXY still having a cup of coffee, retested the 200 day moving average today and the S&P 500 reacting to that by having a cup of coffee at the previous weekly open, looking like it could still see further price levels. You know, when you have a cup of coffee at a major level, that typically means it's not the final destination, right? So um, we're not just seeing rejection right now. That's a positive thing. Things don't look too bad outside of the crypto market, uh, but there have been some odd movements over the last week that we have to address, like the Japanese market gapping down 3% then gapping back up 3%. Are they just filling this gap to come back down? I don't know. There's a lot of volatility recently, all because of the DXY. So we have to be cautious. We have to keep in mind these ranges that we're talking about on the channel. Uh, and then international markets outside of Japan, not really giving us much hints. Um, Euro 100 still above the weekly open. So we're going to monitor Bitcoin once again, 34,788 is more important than ever right now. And then the $32,000 level is also more important than it's ever been. And so we need to monitor this tight range. It's really coming into a point where we're going to see this squeeze we're towards the apex of this area. Uh, and so if we, we see a downside scenario play out, I think it's going to be a fast one. Um, we know there's a lot of buy volume here, so it's going to have to be a fast move if there's going to be a move. Right. Um, and and the, the worst case scenario, we come and retest this multi-year support line here around that $20,000 level. It's on the table. We, we could even come down and not test the previous all time high. Um, it, it's it, it's really all up to what happens in this range between 34,788 and 32,000. And with that, I appreciate each and every one of you snipers tuned into our channel. I want to give away one of my favorite books on investing, Mastering Bitcoin. I'm going to pick a winner from our video yesterday. Just comment below, share this video. Remember to smash the like button for the YouTube algorithm and you'll be entered into win. Ron says, thanks, Liam. I continue to learn from your wise thinking over three years now. I have this saying, volume doesn't lie. I love that. You know, it, it really comes to a point where uh, when you start to see your actual exchange accounts affecting the volume on charts, that's when you really realize why volume is so important. I remember when I first saw you know, the amount of uh, capital I was using actually affect the trading view chart and, you know, showing volume for the first time, it, you know, changed my thought process on how important volume really is. Thank you all for tuning in today. Until next time, snipers.